Blessings, family. Thanks for stopping by. How are you today? My prayer is that you leave this podcast refueled or refreshed and recharged and ready to take on the rest of your week as you pursue both purpose and destiny. Now, I sure hope you're ready for this week's episode because I certainly am. See, this episode is all about abundance, fullness, overflow, being blessed beyond limits, being blessed beyond measure, blessings on top of blessings, however you want to phrase it. That's what it's all about. And you know what? It's absolutely legal. Yep, it's legal for you to load up because it's all we can eat. So get ready to be refreshed and I'll meet you in the next segment. Blessings, family. Once again, I want to welcome you to It's All We Can Eat, Finding Strategies for Feasting on the Fruit of the Spirit. And for those of you who are new to this podcast, this podcast, as well as in my ebook series, My Hope and Prayer, is that with the help of the Holy Spirit, I'll be able to assist you in discovering and dining on the various expressions of God's love, better known as the fruit of the Spirit. And I'm confident that in addition to listening to this podcast, as you pray and have personal Bible study and continue this conversation with the Holy Spirit, you'll come away with a better understanding of how to find refreshment and how to get refueled by the fruit of the Spirit. Now, what I've discovered since launching this podcast is that the Lord, the Holy Spirit, is still speaking to me. He's still teaching me things about the fruit of the Spirit, even though I've already written about it. And see, that's just how rich alive, relevant, and active God's word is. And so since he's still teaching me and I'm still learning from him, I might as well share it with you, even if it's teaching that comes to me in real time as a direct download. So grab your notebooks and journals, a pen and your Bible, and let's discover some rich, nutritious nuggets or sweet slices from God's word. Please feel free to email me with any questions, a prayer, requests, or concerns at warringglobalpublishing at yahoo.com or leave me a voice message here on the podcast. And also, please share the podcast. Someone you know could be in need of some encouragement, even if they haven't told you so. I appreciate your investing time from your day, from your life, to listen to the podcast. So I'll respect your investment of time by not reviewing all of most of last week's episode. Instead, I'll just remind you of the three key principles or slices. And as stated earlier, I'm sure that as you pray and study, meditate on the Bible verses and have further conversation with the Holy Spirit, you'll get a greater revelation and another level of nutritional value. However, here are the three principles or slices produced from my personal study as I shared last week. Number one, what we render or release from ourselves will result in how others recognize and respond to us as well as how they reverence God. Uh, According to Matthew 5, 16, it says in the, the Passion Translation, so don't hide your light. Let it shine brightly before others so that your commendable works will shine as light upon them and then they will give their praise to your Father in heaven. So that's right. We, we've got to let our light shine. Number two, what we make of ourselves determines how we make our God look to others, either good or bad. 
we were made to be good and also we were made to make his name famous to make his name great you know in in exodus 9:16 god said but i have spared you for a purpose to show you my power and to spread my fame throughout the earth so yeah we have a responsibility uh, we were um, made to make his name great to be his um what do they call that his publicist <laughs> his pr person um his advert i once used to say um we're made to advertise the almighty so yes and promote the prince of peace uh number three we are mandated to make sure that what we produce and how we serve is something that makes our master and our maker proud we must be mindful that what we make makes us and the reference that i used was matthew 12 33 which reads you must determine if a tree is good or rotten you can recognize good trees by their delicious fruit but if you find rotten fruit you can be certain that the tree is rotten the fruit defines the tree again that's matthew 12 33 from the passion translation and for an extra slice as it pertains to our purpose which is to produce much fruit or to have an abundant harvest and thereby make god's name great since this is the case our meditation motto and mission should be this be steadfast immovable always abounding in the work of the lord and that's according to a portion of 1 Corinthians 15, 58. So now that I've recapped, we are an offering from the last episode and segued into the introduction of this week's episode, which is, it's legal to be this loaded. Please meet me in the next segment for some fresh insight from one of the chapters in my book. God bless you. Welcome back, family. Now, before I begin this segment, I need you to do me a favor. Can you help me out? You know, it's really pretty simple. All you have to do is repeat after me. Ready? Here we go. I'm legally loaded. Now, that's okay for those of you who said it. Now, this time, let's say it like we're convinced. I'm legally loaded. Thank you. Don't you feel much better now? Now, if you're still not completely convinced, my hope is that by the end of this segment, You'll be able to say with an assurance that it's absolutely legal for you to be this loaded. Now, you may be asking yourself, well, me, how loaded am I? Well, I'm glad you asked. Now, as I ease into this segment, I believe that it's best to include a supporting scripture, just as I did in my ebook. And it's found in Galatians 5, through 23. And I'll be reading it from the voice version, which reads, the Holy Spirit produces a different kind of fruit. Unconditional love, joy, peace, patience, kind-heartedness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. You won't find any law opposed to fruit like this. Hmm. Wow. In other words, the Apostle Paul was pointing out 
that this abundance of love was legit. This fruit or harvest that's being labeled love is absolutely legal. Now, I'm not an attorney, nor have I studied law. However, if I were, I would attempt to set as a precedent the last part of that verse. And I would lay out my argument using various versions of that verse in the following order. There are no laws against things like that. It's God's words translation. There is no law that says these things are wrong. New contemporary version. There is no law against behaving in any of these ways. Contemporary English version. Against such things, there is no law that can bring a charge. Amplified classic. And finally, never set the law above these qualities, for they are meant to be limitless. The Passion Translation. It's the last one for me. Never set the law above these qualities, for they are meant to be limitless. This love was meant to be limitless. This fruit called love is all we can eat. Therefore, we don't have to fear being placed under arrest. And there's also no need for anyone, especially the accuser and our adversary, to attempt to read us our Miranda rights. However, if they did attempt to, we could advise them that we have a right to an attorney. In fact, we already have two attorneys or two advocates. The Holy Spirit is our advocate and friend who never leaves us because he lives within us. He sets us free. He teaches, reminds, comforts, encourages, counsels, guides, and leads us into all truth. According to John 14, 16, 14, 26, 15, 26, and John 16, 7. And the Lord Jesus is also our advocate and our attorney. You see, if we sin, for instance, by refusing to be fruitful or demonstrating the fruit of the Spirit, we have an advocate, one who will intercede for us with the Father. That's according to 1 John 2, 1. However, we do not have the right to remain silent. And besides speaking for ourselves, there are going to be times when we ourselves become advocates and counselors or intercessors for others. You know, Proverbs 15, 4 from the Passion Translation reads, When you speak healing words, you offer others fruit from the tree of life. Wow. See, this is an assignment that we should never abandon. We are commanded always be ready to give a logical defense to anyone who asks you to account for the hope that is in you, but do it courteously and respectfully. And that's found in 1 Peter 3.15. You know, this principle also applies to us informing or reminding other believers of the reason for the hope that they have as well. Now, we don't even have to worry when we don't know what to say, because the Lord will speak for us, according to Mark 13, 11. He had promised, for I myself will give you a mouth and such utterance and wisdom that all of your foes combined will be unable to stand against or refute it. And that's found in Luke 21, 15. So as you can clearly see, 
or at least here, our silence is not an option. Now, although I'm entertained and sometimes intrigued by courtroom TV shows and movies, I realize that this doesn't make me an expert on law. And the law that interests me the most are the laws of liberty and love. And this is because that's one way for us to live our blessed life. We're told, but he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it, as is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in whatever he does. That's according to James 1.25, and that's in the New King James Version. Now, this concludes the segment of us being legally loaded. And as I stated earlier, I was hoping that this would convince you of just how loaded you are. However, <laughs> I do have more. So please meet me in the next segment which is titled, The Spirit Gives Life. Talk to you soon. Hey, you're back. I'm glad you chose to listen into this segment. So in the last segment, I spoke about laws and lawyers. In this segment, let me remind you of a story in Luke 10, verses 25 through 28, about a lawyer and the Lord. Now, when asked by this lawyer, who's described as an expert in the law of Moses, when he asked how to inherit everlasting life, when he asked the Lord this, the Lord replied, what is written in the law? How do you read it? And he replied, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself. And Jesus said to him, you have answered correctly. Do this and you will live and enjoy active, blessed, endless life in the kingdom of God. Here's my point. In John 6, 63, the Lord said, it is the spirit who gives life. He is the life giver. The flesh conveys no benefit whatever. There's no profit in it. The words, the truths that I have been speaking to you are spirit and life. See, the words of the truth that he spoke to them and that are written to us, as well as what's being spoken and what was being spoken to that expert of law, are spirit and life. They're kingdom language and the law of the kingdom or the law of love. It's the vernacular of the victorious. And this is the law by which we are to be governed by. Otherwise, we're left living in and governed by the flesh, which is both unprofitable and problematic. The problem and the unprofitability presents itself when people reject the life-giving spirit and the fruit that he produces and instead rely on the death-producing works of the flesh and law of sin and death, as referenced in Galatians 5, 19 through 21, and Romans 8, 1 through 2. See, 
We're created and called to live life and keep in step with the spirit. Therefore, living under the law leads to death. Now, concerning the law, the Apostle Paul wrote, legalism is helpless in bringing this about. It only gets in the way. And that's Galatians 5, 23 from the message. And when I read that, I was reminded of 2 Corinthians 3, 6, which reads, but the code of the law kills, but the Holy Spirit makes alive. Now, just to be clear, let me put some King James version on this verse. For the letter killeth, but the spirit giveth life. <laughs> Fortunately for us, we have chosen to live life in the spirit and to be governed and nourished by the limitless fruit of the spirit. This is a government that provides unlimited potential. Therefore, we live by a code of ethics that encourages us to never doubt God's mighty power to work in you and accomplish all this. He will achieve infinitely more than your greatest request, your most unbelievable dream, and exceed your wildest imagination. He will outdo them all, for his miraculous power constantly energizes you. <laughs> now that, that promise is found in Ephesians 3.20, the Passion Translation. And this is why it is absolutely legal to load up. The Lord God himself has legislated it. Now, we must always consider that God is not content with the quantity of the fruit we're loaded with. He's also concerned about the quality of it. And for a description of this quality of what he desires to grow in us and have us loaded with and grow out of us, here's a brief description from Numbers 13.23. And they came to the valley of Eskol and cut down from there a branch with one cluster of grapes, and they carried it on a pole between two of them and brought also some pomegranates and figs. Wow. Can you imagine grapes the size of grapefruit or maybe even bigger and heavier than honeydew melons? Can you imagine <laughs> apples the size of beach balls? Wow. Well, I believe that's the quality of the fruit that our God wants us to grow in us as well as flow out of us bigger than our most unbelievable dream. Yes, that's what he wants for us. Now, we were created to be and yield incredibly increasing crops. Now, because the first Adam, because of the first Adam, the world suffered and experienced the curse, Genesis 3:17. But since the last Adam, Jesus Christ came, we have been redeemed from the curse according to 1 Corinthians 15, 45. So I guess you could say that we've been genetically modified. And because of our Redeemer, we have been reconfigured, reimagined, and re-engineered to go from glory to glory. Now, this should not be viewed as a privilege or an advantage of only a select few. This is for all of us. You know, the Apostle Paul explained it this way. And all of us, as with unveiled face, because we, 
continued to behold in the word of God as a mirror of the glory of the Lord are constantly being transfigured into his very own image in ever increasing splendor and from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. That's found in 2 Corinthians 3, 18. When it comes to the Almighty, He's all about abundance. And when we respond by giving Him an offering of what He blessed us with, He reciprocates by blessing us with more. This is why we are told, so shall your storage places be filled with plenty and your vats shall be overflowing with new wine. That's Proverbs 3.10. The Passion Translation reads, then every dimension of your life will overflow with blessings from an uncontainable source of inner joy. Now, in order to live a barn-bursting, vat-brimming, cup-overflowing life, we must first be willing to bear and be fruit, but not just any type of fruit. We must aspire to be abundant fruit. In a previous episode, I stated that we should see ourselves as distribution centers. So basically, that was just a fancy way of saying that we should see ourselves as barns bursting with abundance. Amen. In other words, <laughs> fully loaded. Not only fully loaded, but legally and limitlessly loaded. Yeah, I'm not going to attempt to say that three times fast. I promise you. So here are the three slices um, that I, or principles that I received in studying for this episode. Number one, this life of abundance of love is legit. This fruit or harvest that's being labeled love is absolutely legal. Because in John 6, 63, it states, it's the spirit who gives life. He is the life giver. And according to 2 Corinthians 3, 18, we're constantly being transfigured into his very own image in ever increasing splendor and from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord, who is the spirit. Number two. Whenever our adversary, the accuser of the brethren, or anyone else attempts to antagonize us, all we need to do is remember our rights and that we have as our attorneys and advocates, the Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. Number three, we don't even have to worry when we don't know what to say because either the Lord or the Holy Spirit will speak for us. In Mark 13, 11, he said, do not be anxious beforehand about what you're about to say or even meditate about it, but say whatever is given you at that hour and at that moment, for it is not you who will be speaking, but the Holy Spirit. Hmm. He also promised in Luke 21, 15, for I myself will give you an, a mouth and such utterance and wisdom that all your foes combined will be unable to stand against or refute. So, as you can clearly see, or at least hear, our silence is not an option. And an extra slice. In order to live a barn-bursting, cup-brimming over, that's overflowing life, we must first be willing to bear fruit and 
actually be the fruit, but not just any type of fruit. We must aspire to be abundant fruit. According to Proverbs 3.10, so shall your storage places be filled with plenty and your vats shall be overflowing with new wine. And we can't forget the Passion Translation. Then every dimension of your life will overflow with blessings from an uncontainable source of inner joy. Shortly, um, <laughs> long story short, it's all we can eat, family. So let's live increasingly, incredibly enjoying his limitless love. God bless you. I look forward to sharing with you again on the next episode. Wow. He's still ministering to me. Thanks for listening today and I appreciate it. Please join me next week when I discuss the quality of love, or I should say qualities of love that we are made to experience. Because after all, the fruit of the spirit is love. Also, please feel free to email me any questions or prayer requests at warringglobalpublishing at yahoo.com or leave a voice message here on the podcast. Also, please share the podcast because someone that you know or someone that you may not know could need some encouragement, but just haven't told you so. And for more information on my books, you can visit warringglobalpublishing.com or reach out to me via social media. It's been an honor and a blessing to share with you. And I look forward to future episodes of sharing with you. May God richly bless you. And remember, it's all we can eat, family. So let's live increasingly incredible and enjoy his limitless love.